Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. my hair oh. oh yes she did wait sorry. a minute wait a minute i know i know i'm sorry legs are in the air no okay it's a family show please it is, excuse it is. The- and a member of our family is celebrating a very special day today boyish's one year anniversary 
with his oh, wait, gentleman I got friend. One. I got one. Uh, uh, you were just listening to breakfast with Boyish, giving you a uh, heaping serving of your eggs, salad, uh, sandwich. Eggs, salad sandwich. I'm not, that, I'm not that rich. Bacon, egg, and cheese on house toast. Uh, yeah, maybe the Mediterranean diet. That's some, that's a thing now. Is it? I like it. I mean, yeah. My hummus and pita's loaded right here. Yes, yes. E A. High protein, girl. Yes, exactly. Um, and uh, I really don't know how to transition in any other way out of this, so I'm just gonna. Um, our guest today um, is uh, one of the contributors to the Oscar-nominated film All the Beauty and the Bloodshed, um, a member of Nan Goldfarb's Pain, um, and was uh, at last uh, Monday's event at Housing Works, if you got to see Gant. In the blizzard. In the blizzard. The blizzard came out in all whatever the snow. year it is. I was going to say the first snow of t- of this winter. Um, global warming. It's real, kids. But that's not what we're going to be talking about. Uh, we're going to be talking about... Wait, if it was un- warm, it wouldn't snow. I, I know. Well, that's not how it works, Queen. But anyway, we will be discussing um, All the Beauty and the Bloodshed and much, much more with Harry Cullen when he comes onto the show in just a few. But until then, we're going to be celebrating love because it's all in the air and it's only fair to do it. On Yes, She Did. Now a slow jam from Gant. Soft and warm, the quiet storm right here on YSD. And if you'd like to watch us, you can go to mixcloud.com forward slash live forward slash the face radio BK. Or you can chat with us on this app that no one likes called Discord. And that's found at <laughs> chat.thefaceradio.com. Okay, let, You're let him sing. Yeah, she Shut did. up. She's, singing. She's sing. singing. Okay, okay.
right, and that's the end of our happy anniversary moment. Once again, happy anniversary to Boyish. Be sure to tune in to Breakfast with Boyish every Thursday from 10 until noon. And just so you know, love will fix it. So find you one.
And shout outs to Tim Spurrier and the Disco Disciple in the chat. Hey, Queens. Hey. Uh, today's episode seems to all be about love, which, you know, I'm not opposed to. Uh, we were listening to Ten City's newest release just a few ago, Love is Love. Definitely keep an eye out for the uh, actual release of that. That was just the teaser edit. Um, it's so cool to hear Byron Stingley uh, now. Uh, he's his, back and better than ever. Yeah, and I live for how his voice is sounding. It's really, really one of the greatest. Oh my gosh, to ever. ever do it. Period. Yeah. Uh, right now, we're listening to Jamie Principal. On Yes She Did. Where we can 
you're checking out yourself off, yeah. I see, I see, and it don't matter what you do, 'cause everything looks good on you. You better work, and we do right. work. Get a job for the money. Get a job. Yes, this is New York. It is. It's no time for lies. No and time. Venetian for blinds, as DeAndre would say. <laughs> and no time for fooling around, as Evelyn Champagne King would say. And speaking of champagne, you can get your drink and dance on tonight. We don't serve champagne. I don't know. I don't drink. But the point is, That's is that uptown. You can drink <laughs> and dance tonight with Gant Johnson at one. Jackson Street, the Exley, at the Butch Queens Express. Uh, that's tonight from nine until who friggin' knows? Yeah, till I feel like leaving. Yeah. <laughs> or if it's about to rain, I'll leave yeah, before the rain yeah, comes yeah. so I can ride. Be home. damned, but you know, rain, sleet, or snow, she does show Speaking up. Speaking of rides, out. I need your pledge support oh, for yes. AIDS Life Cycle in June. I'm gonna put the post in the link, the link in the post, the link in the, the chat, post, the whatever. Link and the stuff and the it's on my socials if you are able or whatever. It's a great cause. Um, it's also a great opportunity for y'all to join, like our guest, I believe, uh, has joined before um, on the uh, life cycle. Yes, actually, he has joined me for another ride that I do in September called Breaking AIDS Ride, which benefits Housing Works. So. I will be calling on you, listeners and uh, friends and donors, for support. And yeah. And yeah. frenemies and... All of the above. Yeah. It's so, all going to a good cause. In any case, uh, the link is on my Instagram. I will put it in the chat. If anyone's in the chat, hit us up. Yes. And uh, thank you in advance. Yes. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, a special thank you to uh, RuPaul, question mark, who we're currently listening to. Um, and, you know... Fridays at oh, yeah, Jackson yeah. Street. You better work. Yeah, the uh, Moist Towelette uh, following RuPaul's Drag Race Season 5000. Um, I Is it the Australian one? or it's something okay. like that, yeah. She's, or it's the Antarctica. Antarctic edition. Yeah, it's just yeah. penguins giving, yeah. Serving, giving realness. Serving I'll, fish or I'll, catching fish. I'll watch that. I'm yeah. allergic to fish, but I'll watch that. <laughs> you can come on out to 1 Jackson Street. I'll be there from 9 until close right after RuPaul's Drag Race. Turn and twirl with me, kids. With and Stuart, your lovely bartenderess, who is not going to be there on Sundays with me, Aww. which is another whole look with so the, sorry, the uh, reason tea dance thought uh actually on sundays 4 to 9 p.m yes breezing breezing cool vibes breezy. Only. chill vibes only yes yes, yes. you right. can uh, come join twirl and dance with us all night long we encourage you to do so please and do stick around because in just a few we're gonna be chatting with our guest harry collin here on yes she did I will not be playing this tomorrow. Okay, maybe if you ask me nicely.
man, there's some good looking ladies in here, man. This ought to cheer you up a little bit, I guess, you know? I can't help it, man. I still think about her. Yeah, I know it's hard to forget sometimes. Yeah, it's it's rough sometimes. Excuse me, Mr. O'Neill. There's a young lady over at the bar asking for you. Nobody knows I'm here. Nobody knows I'm here. Well, I'm afraid she was. Well, I'm afraid she was. Well, I'm afraid she was. Oh no. Oh no. It's her. It's her. Well, don't stand there, man. Go over and say something to her. But I don't know what to say to her, man. If you still care, it won't be hard.
the soul of Brooklyn, you are listening to The Face Radio. Oh, we'll be mine, but the one for me. 
Ya lo pensé bien y al fin recapacité Hoy ya lo ves, de tu engaño me cansé
sharing this one and only life Ending up just another lost and lonely wife You count up the years and they will be filled with tears Love only breaks up to start over again You'll get the babies, but you won't have your man
The soul of Brooklyn. You're listening to The Face Radio. Oh, my God. 
and we're back. Yes, what? We're back. Yes, she is. Joe um, Joe Bisso, ladies and gentlemen. Joe Bisso. Joe Bisso. Round of applause for Joe Bisso. Our Ooh. next guest <laughs> is an activist and organizer with the Prescription Addiction Intervention Now organization founded by Nan Golden and also the subject of All the Beauty and the Bloodshed, an Oscar-nominated film out now and I believe able to stream where you stream films um, or uh, uh, whatever flight you're taking across country. You can you can see it there, apparently. You can see it at IFC on Houston Street oh, over by yes. SOBs. Yes, 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 you can. Uh, and without any further ado, it's the one, the only Harry Cullen. Hey, hey Harry, hey, thanks hello. for joining us today. Um, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, it's uh, it's really uh, it's really great to have you here. Um, last week, uh, we kind of took a segue, little um, uh, detour when we were talking with our good friend, Her Royal Highness, Princess Deandra. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> and we did get into a bit of uh, social justice issues that are mm-hmm. going on uh, in our community. And you're actually addressing um, one of the most important issues uh, affecting our community and uh, really America at large right now, the prescription drug, uh, and especially, um, uh, uh, that's the word, not Oxycontin, but uh, opioid. Op- opioid. Yeah. Thank you, girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, kids, I gave up weed for Lent, and funny enough, my brain <laughs> Nothing <laughs> changed. Uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, but yes, you're a, you, this uh, documentary is addressing the opioid epidemic, um, and uh, we wanted to just pick your brain about um, your your work and how you got involved with that. I guess first of all, um, how did you and Nan uh, Golden get uh, intertwined with one another? So it's funny. I actually. It's pretty simple. I knew the person who was already doing this work with her, and she said, hey, I know somebody who might be good at doing these protests and stuff. Let me bring him in the room. And so my friend Megan, who's also featured in the film pretty heavily, and we go back years, mm-hmm. kind of brought me into the fold because I had originally, um, for my undergrad, gone to Cooper Union in oh, the East Village. Nice. Not for art, for engineering, wow. actually. Yeah, okay. I, d- I don't do that anymore, oh. just to be clear. No more Isn't that where the money a... is, no. though? Oh, none of that. That's the... Yeah, that's why I got into it, and then I realized I hated it. So You gotta do what feeds your soul. And what fed my soul when I was at Cooper Union was protesting against the administration who had decided to charge tuition for the first oh, time back in 150 then. Okay, years. Wow. And so we were pretty pissed. Um, the students, the alumni, the faculty all sort of had this years-long campaign uh, that would happen in waves, but it started before I was involved with students locking themselves into the clock tower for a week long. Um, a lot of like my really good friends were in that, and I didn't even know them yet, they, but they became my very good friends, mm-hmm. because the next summer we did a two-month-long sit-in of the president's office, and right. it was, got like national coverage. I it was actually that, yeah. It was in a different documentary then. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a serial documentary subject, wow. but at that time it was only like a, a quick clip or two, oh. nothing major. But... Uh, we, I got, I guess, I kind of cut my teeth there, doing a lot of complicated media messaging, trying to organize multiple groups of people from different interest groups, um, doing this sort of guerrilla style action of planning something with a large group of people, being ready for the pen- potential of arrest, being ready to drop a banner or figure out how best to make it, take advantage of the architecture of a space, mm-hmm. whether or not the staff wants you to. <laughs> yeah, I saw the video of the, of the, yeah. the, the uh, dropped banners at the Guggenheim and mm-hmm. the, were those ripped up prescriptions? Those were actually, that were, so, have you heard of Risograph printing? 
No, we it's haven't. a style of printing that's kind of a mix between silk screening and xeroxing. I'm sure in this area of Brooklyn, there's probably a lot of studios that have a few because they're very, very DIY. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I learned how to use one of those and to take best advantage of them. They're a really low cost printer, so they're mm. really good for organizers. Zinesters love Resograph. Everybody who wants to make a zine about anything, Reso is their first go to. Um, it's good for small format, large format, small runs, large runs, and it just doesn't cost that much money. Mm-hmm. So I actually just got one full ream of paper, like a thousand sheets, and printed eight per sheet and cut it into eighths, and then we had 8,000 prescription slips that I threw off the ninth floor at the Guggenheim. Me and a few others. Um, but yeah, I do love that footage that Gant's talking about, and it's in the film too. It's a really, it's a really great um, clip. It's actually that was the first clip they released, so it is on YouTube. If yeah, anybody I, wants to I check believe it out. I saw that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so your now your activist roots did that start uh, at Cooper Union, or did you? Where did you come from before? Oh, so I'm from Long Island. Oh, Long Island. Not the Strong most Long acti- Island. Exactly. Yeah. Not the most activisty, but. Um, Depends on how close you are to Fire Island. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, though, because my, my family growing up there in Long Island, we never quite fit in that much. I mean, my, my parents and their parents were much more the regular story. My grandparents moved, like, white flight level from Brooklyn to Long Island uh, in the 50s. Yeah. Levitt housing, Robert Moses kind of style, uh, sort, of, yeah. sort of racist shit. But mm-hmm. my parents uh, grew up a few towns over from where they grew up or raised their family a few towns over and uh, my parents adopted four kids when I was young so oh. my I'm one of eight kids wow. and my family's mixed race so it was always interesting growing up in Long Island in a very white town not a very wealthy town as some are in Long Island mm-hmm. this town a, shall remain nameless oh uh, no Lindenhurst it doesn't have okay. to it's also called Swindlehurst by some people <laughs> um, but yeah South Shore Suffolk County oh, okay uh, it's a little bit shabby but it's all right but uh, definitely very white. And mm-hmm. so I knew coming up, I think I just had somewhat of a awareness about how things like that actually play out and how people actually behave versus what they'll say to you in person, especially because a lot of people wouldn't know that I had like black sisters and would be saying shit and you kind of just be like, oh, people are actually a certain kind of way. Yeah. And so that really didn't take any particular um road for me until I got to Cooper and really found a way to apply myself into a situation that I didn't know I could before. Um, also, when I was going to Cooper was when I was coming out. And so oh, okay. Okay. I think those two things dovetailed pretty beautifully for me, like finding my voice in this activist way and also finding my queerness and mm-hmm. I just it's a perfect storm. Way. Exactly. Was, and, and in this city, the perfect place to do it. Exactly. Where did you, where did you, I guess, express or find um, that expression of queerness in the city originally? Well, so when we were doing all that work at Cooper, we actually had like a, a student doc movie night and we watched the act up documentary united in anger oh, that sarah yeah. shulman produced and mm-hmm. I, i'm the name of the director just shout out to Sh- sarah shulman we love sarah shulman yeah. um and so i saw that documentary and it's so much archival work and really collects a lot of testimony from a lot of people across the movement and it was just so exciting to me to be able to see people responding in a way that was just so many uh, such a variety of of approaches to doing this sort of activism, people mm-hmm. who were getting into um, medical like, committees and finding ways to research new drugs, people who were going and getting arrested and standing in the street and laying down and going limp with cops, people who were doing graphic design, organizing huge groups of people. They would meet at the Great Hall at Cooper Union back when they were first meeting. Mm-hmm. And uh, people who were doing 
mutual aid and community uh, work, just because that's what so much of ACT UP was, and that grew into groups like Housing Works that me and Gant are both familiar yes. with. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, pledge us today. <laughs> I have a, I, well, I have a kind of a weird question, but yeah. have, you, have you ever been arrested? Yes, actually, um, I was arrested in 2020 during the summer of um, Black Lives Matter protests. Mm. It was actually that day up in Mott Haven in the Bronx that people got pretty brutally um, kettled and beaten. Mm. I I made it out with mostly just some bruises and stuff, nothing long-lasting. Did get pepper sprayed a little bit, but um, spent about 12 hours um, in custody. Luckily, I had a good friend with me most of the time, but Mm -hmm. it was pretty crazy. Um, And they actually just paid out um, a settlement to a bunch of people that were involved in that, so... I mean, long term, at least I got something for all that pain. But, I guess, but I but mean, no, at what it's, cost? Yeah. It's crazy. Um, I think, though, it's really, I mean, not everybody has to be in that position in order to be a, a part of things that go on and to mm-hmm. be an organizer or an activist. But I do think, especially for a lot of white people who want to be involved in stuff that involves Black Lives Matter, that means putting your body on the line. Yeah. And that means having a more of a firsthand account of what it means to actually be carried through that system, yeah. even though you're still white and it's still going to be different for you than it would be for any person of color. It's like you have to come face to face with that Mm -hmm. stuff. And it is scary. I mean, cops had us in the back of a paddy wagon going to flushing at like 12 in the morning. And it was the middle of the summer and we saw the temperature, like the thermometer in the corner ticking up and the AC was busted and people had face masks half on and were hyperventilating in the back of this truck. And the cops were just telling us to shut the hell up from the front. Um, Probably with less kinder. Yeah, no words. words I can't say on the radio. Yeah, but because um, you know the 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 respect is a is a big part of that CPR yeah. within NYPD. <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, no, I, I I remember back actually that same year um, the Queer Liberation March. Uh, it was the second year Queer Liberation March. Yeah. Um, we were attacked by the police. I was Absolutely. I was I was part of that melee. No, I was and, so, I was so sad. I wasn't there that day. I mean, also relieved, but you wanted to be there. With no, it was. No, my nephew was born that day. So I ended up oh, driving back to Long gosh. Island really suddenly. Oh, congratulations now my godson. to that. Oh, yeah, I'm glad. Him. I'm glad he was born on or, yeah. or they were born on such a wonderful yeah. day. Shout out Eli, of, love yeah. that little guy. Yeah. Wow, daddies <laughs> are getting younger. Uh, <laughs> <yes>. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, that queer liberation march was so important, and I, I remember seeing videos of everybody dancing to "Rain on Me" and the pouring rain yes. afterwards in the West Village, yeah. and I was ah, oh, it was so beautiful. It it's really like, was in those moments of realizing that. We're always going to be treated that way by the like the system that until is until we're not exactly and until but we do rather, something about it exactly. Yeah. But the solidarity in that was moments. no, it was amazing. It's so it was, beautiful. It was the fiftieth anniversary of the first Christopher Street Day Liberation March, exactly. Um, and it was just it was kind of I mean it was awful. There was a bittersweetness to it. I mean mm-hmm. it was it's tragic that we're still watching. I mean police come in with violent force, especially it's the, it's it's the same the, the sixth precinct of Greenwich mm-hmm. Village. It was the same exact one mm-hmm. that busted the Stonewall. Um, and just to be repeating this half a century later, um, and, and like you were saying, a lot of people do find it scary to to confront these powers face-to-face themselves. What would you suggest to people who do feel like they want to help, but they're maybe a little too frightened to get, you know, bruised and arrested and sprayed? What What would you suggest to them? I mean, I think that the breadth of action in these kinds of situations goes all the way from the most physical you can imagine like being in the street chanting to the most um clerical you could imagine to the most bureaucratic 
but still vitally important. I mean, Mm -hmm. something I think that isn't just involved with the overdose crisis or with police police brutality or with um, trans and and, uh, non-conforming people's rights to Mm -hmm. get affirmative treatment is legislation. Mm -hmm. And it's it sucks to have to acknowledge that sometimes it comes down to those brutal details that people in power will usher through bills before anybody can even bat, like blink at it. Mm-hmm. And suddenly something is illegal that so many people find fundamental to their way of life. Yeah. And right now, I mean, I think about that a lot with anti-trans legislation and anti-drag legislation. It's absolutely wild. It's, it's like what's going horrifying. On. Yeah. And I think that... It's ridiculous. It's, it's truly really ridiculous. I mean, because it starts there and yeah. it, it only trickles down. And yeah. I um, I know in the past few days, those of you who follow me on the Instagrams, I know you don't like my tactics. I get a little pointy-pointy and angry-angry. We like pointy. But it's like, but some of us do. And I understand that it turns some people off. But um, I, I, I agree with you. I think that it is the responsibility of those of us who do have that that slight or I shouldn't say slight it is a lot more privileged but in some people's mm-hmm. minds they think well I'm gay well I'm queer and I've been out since the 90s or the 80s or whatever like I've faced depression and all that mm-hmm. um, and it is sometimes hard to put yourself in somebody else's shoes and really see the um, the minutia of it all and like the the, the the things that we take for granted every day mm-hmm. and that it is really our responsibility to, to hold each other up yeah um, and to also I mean I, I mentioned those three things like police brutality trans rights and drug users rights and i mm-hmm. think like that's not just like an accidental solidarity right it's like mm-hmm. look back to act up and it's all right there yeah. the first syringe exchange programs were born out of people knowing that hiv transmission went down when you gave people new syringes and back in like 1992 the new york commissioner of department of health used emergency authorization to to put into affect the first syringe yeah. exchange program and that, that took then, how many years before exactly, exactly. Yeah. and that drastically dropped hiv transmission rates and right now we're in the same position with overdose it's like kathy hochel could <sighs> today if she wanted oh my god i can't believe the, the i mean i can uh, i can i can, I can believe that. it honestly yeah. it's it's, Quo- it's, it's part of the cuomo administration uh-huh. just yeah we're continuing yeah. it onward but, you know she's a lady right? so yay exactly yeah but <laughs> it's the same finest. situation she could authorize <laughs> and expand overdose prevention centers mm-hmm. to not just be the two that are uptown right now yeah. that saves 700 lives in a year they could be up in binghamton and buffalo and ithaca and out in long you, island where i'm from where people need it and you mentioned at the event that this center only is open from six to eight and it's m- only open yeah. from 6 a.m to 8 p.m <laughs> and i'm like oh yeah that's great because people don't overdose in the night no. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no, no. yeah, that's the least often. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. Addicts usually keep business hours. I know from yeah, personal no, experience. Exactly. Um, <laughs> it's crazy because, I mean, just the numbers are all there themselves. 700 lives saved. They have 2,500 unique participants. They've collected 1.5 million units of discarded syringes and drug paraphernalia from public parks and spaces. And that's like, these are all the things that the NIMBYs people of those mm-hmm. neighborhoods, which I understand you don't want to have the only two right up in in, in yeah. uptown Manhattan where a lot of black and brown people are and they feel like these services are always shoehorned into their neighborhoods. Yeah. But the reality is that we need these everywhere. Yeah. We need these yeah. every single county. The methadone clinic that closed on 23rd Street that exactly. needs to come back. Exactly. Yeah. And, and also people who get methadone need to be able to fucking get us a... I'm sorry. It's okay. Need to get a supply <laughs> of it that 
is going to last them more than a day. They have to line up every day. Yeah. It's it's really outrageous the uh, the blind eye that's turned to to a lot of I mean uh, I won't call it subcultures, but you know just the the, the minority groups. I mean mm-hmm. I mean and it all does we all somehow Venn diagram back together. I exactly. mean be it queer people, trans people, people of color, um, uh, drug addicts, just the people who are always forgotten by the quote unquote system or mm-hmm. this you know this for the people governments that exactly. doesn't seem to really be for all of the people but we know which people mm-hmm. um but that stigma that stigma it's not something that is just self-evident i think we live in a world that it feels like it's just it's been there forever people look at drug users that way people who don't understand queer life look at trans people that way people look at people who've been in prison that way and it's mm-hmm. like that's all the result of legislation it's the fact that people who've been incarcerated can't get a job yeah it's the people that it's the fact that people who use drugs need to line up for methadone every single day and they get looked at as though they're a bunch like like one flew with cuckoo's nest lining up for yeah. their meds every day and it's it's a dehumanizing position to put somebody in and that's legislation so yeah. i mean to your earlier question it's like i would tell anybody to find those places to get involved even if it means writing letters into your to your officials it's like that means something and organizing people happens on a lot of levels and people don't always know how to do that work so it's like if you're able to show them that work and help them do it too then that's really really instrumental yeah how now um i know that you're uh you're also um somewhat of a nightlife aficionado <laughs> um and uh, well, yeah, uh to, even tonight yeah you're gonna be uh <laughs> oh, <laughs> i was yes. gonna say because when we when when uh when gant introduced me to your uh to your instagram i was like oh i know that queen i've seen her around <laughs> um and uh so <laughs> so i was like oh she's about and she's an activist i like this so it's, it's always nice to see because i mean it's because i think that people look at activism and look at uh organizing as a very like somber very serious serious thing mm-hmm. but like you know there's also dancing and joking involved yeah. kids and you can you can absolutely. have fun with it and absolutely yeah. and even in something as i mean to be real it's like it was the same thing with hiv aids crisis and it is true now with the overdose crisis and any struggle we have because they all are matters of life and death a lot of the time for people in our community it's that you need to have joy yeah you need to find people to do this with that you can be joyous with in your brutal hard work that sometimes is totally thankless that sometimes you don't see successes immediately Mm -hmm. at all the fact that this film and that our campaign has been quite successful in four or five years is is not a normal thing it's so exciting and i love celebrating it but it's also like i want to acknowledge to people that it's like a lot of this work is hard and brutal and doesn't do that but you want to take all the opportunities to celebrate you can even the little victories and our group, it, it's cool because pain has always been like at its core, 15 or so, 20 people max. Like we would fit in one living room to chat mm-hmm. when we would plan and like the OG have act meetings up. on Wednesday yeah. nights. Exactly. And it's like the fact that we were all really tight and we did all actually care about each other and that disagreements we had or things like that would ultimately divert back into like, okay, but we're doing this work all together. So we need to keep that yeah. strong and solid because that's what keeps you going over years or else you start to have ideological differences and things split and then mm-hmm. maybe you're doing good work but it's with a lot fewer people and sometimes you need to you need build the coalition yeah. you need to have that solidarity and show up in force to make that kind of stuff happen i but, smell a bike ride hey, yeah. hey. <laughs> but yeah as you were saying uh, the nightlife um yeah I, and i was saying this at our at our event the other night but i used to have pain meetings on wednesday nights mm-hmm. we would be in nan's living room 
up until like 10, 1030. And then I would go, okay, everybody, I got to go. I'm going to a drag show. And I would go to my favorite drag show that now is back post post lockdown period. Hooray. Oops. Oops. Starring Chiquitita in Oh, my gosh. One of my favorite, favorite drag queens yeah, out uh, there. I've been begging her to come on the show. Uh, but she's a busy, busy lady. So I, I totally understand. She she's doing is. doing stuff at the at the Brooklyn Museum. Uh-huh. And also, she's really just... I Wait, honestly, that's right by my house. I know. She's, she really <laughs> is turning it so hard. Mm-hmm. And I just... I enjoy her. Because so, she's, she's young. She's yeah. very young. Oh and God. it's so exciting to see the new generation, Gen mm-hmm. Z. I was going to say, we, we piggyback Gen X to... to Millennial. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I'm pretty millennial. Okay, I would millennial say. as well. Yeah, yeah, and it's just it's it's nice to see the the upward trajectory and totally. to see people carry on the culture because I see she has a very deep appreciation. Oh my god for, for the for the the culture that is not necessarily very recent mm-hmm. and and no, that's exactly. that's great to see people nod and give respect to a lot of the people that we lost. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Gen X in that generation and the Boomer generation in the 80s mm-hmm. that we lost the AIDS crisis. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really cool to see her doing the work that she's yeah. doing. Oh, and I of course, Chiki. you guys are inter twine somehow so that's cool to hear <laughs> can't that. help it yeah no i've been going to oops since way back then i mean coincidentally this the time that i started working for nan i also started to get much deeper into the drag scene <laughs> have, you, have you ever donned the apparel i have not right, I harriet love a skirt or a dress every Ooh. once in a while i'm not the biggest on makeup i have sensitive well, we can skin. call her sherry cullen uh, <laughs> harriet yeah or harriet exactly. yes <laughs> but okay so you're gonna so you're gonna be at oops tonight right it's oh, happening tonight yeah. it's at 10 p.m tonight come on everybody come on everybody i believe it's only 15 dollars at the door Ooh. and the show tonight is going to be in honor and spoofing the classic patty spliff show sad songs oops ah. theme tonight featuring patty spliff will be happy songs <gasps> oh i did see that everybody's everybody's photoshopped smiles and the exactly. are the face app smiles yeah those are great it's really I'm good yeah i couldn't it. figure out what was going on like, to her face you'll explain that later i'm exactly. sure yes, yes, the technology flies over her head i sometimes. was like wow her yeah. face what the uh, what happened there, there? Yeah. i'm trying to is that her or <laughs> So um, which which filter is that? I don't have that in my yeah, Instagram. Exactly. <laughs> so now that this so now that this documentary is out there, and I mean, God bless, it's getting a lot of steam. Thank God to the Oscars, which it's I exciting. feel a certain way about, but we'll talk about that in another oh, episode. 100%. I'm sure we all do, I mean, but yeah, but it's great. I'll just that say that. Holly weird. Yes, exactly. But I mean, I'm keeping my fingers crossed for uh, for this documentary because I know that. For whatever reason, Oscars help uh, already really good films get even more exactly. exposure. Exactly, and it's uh, like it's it kind of I almost think of it as an extension of like our original campaign. It's like obviously we care about museums and taking the Sackler name off, but it's also like Nan always knew we got to do the grassroots stuff too. We got to yeah. connect with groups that do harm reduction. We got to actually focus on real world issues and not just museums because it's like mm-hmm. museums are white as hell and like art the art world is not going to save us necessarily. True. but it's a it's a venue to talk about the stuff that people will see it through. Mm-hmm. And so I feel the same way about the Oscars is that it's like, yeah, you know, it's like it's an award show. It feels really strange going there with such a dark and grounded issue to a place that Mm -hmm. feels like everybody's on like Mount Olympus. But yeah, no, I want to do that and take that opportunity because it's like any chance I can get to make a little stump speech in front of some people and try and get some attention to issues that I know matter and work that I know people are doing so incredibly on the ground every day. It's like, hell yeah, give it to me. What's the, uh, I know this is probably a big question, but like, what are the next steps uh, after this? <sighs> well, 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 um, we did six actions originally as pain. We did them at the Met, Harvard, Smithsonian, the Guggenheim, 
the Louvre and the Victoria and Albert Museum in London. Mm-hmm. And out of those six, only one has not taken the Sackler name down yet, and that is Harvard University. So I don't want to. I don't want to talk about always stuff always too much. Boston. Yeah. The also, I mean, they're an Ivy League. It's like you don't get more deep, dark, and like waspy than that. Yeah. And I mean, they all have slave owner names. All yeah. Over, I was going to say building. Harvard has a lot. So it's like they, got really a lot, they have a lot of other problems aside from the Sacklers. But it's like that's cool too because that's an opportunity for solidarity, right? It's yeah. Like we all want to get these fucked up. It is totally okay. Don't we worry about it. We all want to get these $80. damn names. Yeah, $80. Seriously, we want to get all these damn names off of these buildings. And it's not just one issue. It's all of them. And the fact that we can show that the public and that the constituency of all these different groups involved with an institution can rally together and say, we have power. You don't have as much as you think you do. Mm-hmm. And it's on us to make these decisions. Like, that's what we did with museums. It was like all these philanthropists thought they were just their personal piggy banks and like, a reputation laundering scheme. Tax shelters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And we were like, no, actually, museums are things, are places that artists populate with work and that the public goes to and supports. Mm-hmm. And just because we have a gutted arts infrastructure in this country doesn't mean we're going to let them take us hostage with the idea of having any culture to appreciate. It's Word. like, no, we'll do that ourselves. Thank Word. you very much. I think that a lot of the old guard is going to die off and brilliant young people like you are going to shift the gears on all this you know yeah um here's open but also it takes I mean, time i mean it's, so, it's, it's so lucky to also have people from like like we did a screen the other night and some people from act up were able to come nice and did eric really, come eric did come. he did nice. okay and was really excited about it and like touched him really specially and like that just makes me so happy because it's like that that generationality, that legacy yeah. between ACT UP and like the work we do as pain and the work that any harm reductionists do is so important. And that's why I think, like, I know a lot of queer people do see the issues of the overdose crisis and see it and know that it's our issue too. Yeah. But I want more people to. It's like, at this point, like coming up as a millennial queer, it's like, we were all raised to know that HIV and AIDS are an issue that you shouldn't look at with stigma and that we should talk about and that people should be able to speak about when they're ready. But not enough people see drug use as the same sort of issue, and they need to because overdoses It is also a disease. It's a disease. Exactly, and overdoses happen because people are isolated in their their struggle and they aren't able to share it and lean on on other people for help, and that's what happened to so many people who died of HIV and AIDS mm-hmm. and still do sometimes yeah. because they're not able to confront it and be open about it and seek treatment. And it's like, you need to have community and trust and care to do all these yeah, things. Yeah, it's not enough just to have the facilities or have the, the, the medications or whatever. And the education. It's, yeah. No, no, 100%. yeah, but that's about, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Like, it's, it's we really need a cultural shift because we need to be all collectively thinking about it differently. Um, There's too many issues um, yeah. that are a part of institutionalized and systematic racism yeah. in my humble opinion yeah. in oh, this no. country i mean a lot of artists like dj's live in europe now cuz it's you know they can yeah. they can live off of their art and mm-hmm. be trans and be black or whatever you know and get their flowers you know mm-hmm. they don't have to get beg for the flowers there they get them anyway yeah mm-hmm. you know? i mean it's it's a whole different scene over there i wonder though i want to ask a, another weird question do mm-hmm. you see yourself ever going into uh into politics or into like civic service i get people are always like i'd vote for you when i come down from a mic <laughs> moment sometimes and i'm like haha i have too many tattoos but um <laughs> 
I mean, some of them peaked. So out is George Santos spots, apparently? Then, oh, I'm getting. Uh, <laughs> oh Lord, that's I'm another sure you have hole. Skeletons in your closet. Underneath this padding. Okay? Oh well. <laughs> right, there may be a vacancy in Long Island. I was. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh my God, I. I definitely, I appreciate being in a position where I can advocate for things that I feel like I know how to speak to and connect with people and use my most extroverted moments towards connecting with people and trying to help convince them of these things too and get people impassioned about doing it. That's why I'm so excited about the film because people see it and they're like, whoa. Yeah. It's like it rushes through you and people are like coming out sobbing and they're like, thank you for your work. It's a fantastic achievement when you're able to Use your power for good. Totally. Yeah. And I feel like politics scares me because it does seem like that. Because uh, you have to lie. Machine. No, because exactly. you, have, you have to lie. It's going to make you into something you're not. Yeah. But it's, I, I, do, I do engage with, with that world often enough. And like I, we got to, me and Megan went down to D.C. and we, got to, we saw Bernie Sanders speak. I didn't get to talk to him, but I did get to speak to Rashida Tlaib. From, oh, wow. Yeah, from Michigan. Wow. Like so, she's, she's really inspirational. She's incredible. I love her and she's lot. somebody who like... Like says it how it not is. Not even everybody in the squad you really feel like is actually so down to their roots, like from that kind of stuff. But she's the one. Is. She's like so grassroots, and like people love her. And we did all that crazy Purdue form of bankruptcy stuff that the film talks about. Like we got lost during lockdown, like watching bankruptcy zooms and learning way more about Chapter Eleven bankruptcy than I ever thought I would ever know. In my how life. how we what I know same thing, and how I thought <laughs> I I knew what bankruptcy was, yeah. and I was like, oh, that's why they do that. Right? Oh gosh, oh, it's a lot. So of, lots of corporate trickery. Yeah, exactly. But she came up to us, and it wasn't even like we mentioned the Sackler stuff, and thanked her for testifying against them and saying so much. And she came back, and she was like, and bankruptcy, and we were like, yeah. And the thing is, we made such a big stink about Purdue Pharma using these loopholes and taking advantage of the system that other companies that are trying to do the same thing are starting to get stopped. It's like becoming enough of a conversation that people in power are paying attention to it. We tried to get legislation passed that would like close the loophole, but it didn't make it through that, that session. It's, but it's like people talking about it, that's the start. It's like having yeah. a failed bill is the first step towards having a successful bill or just having enough people pay attention to this stuff that it's like you won't let these obvious fouls mm-hmm. go uncalled for. Because it's like you, you have to bring it to light. You have to bring it into the conversation. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. and, um, and sometimes it's not enough, sadly, in a capitalist country because no, that's just uh, the system 100%. that we're working against. Yeah, we love yeah. austerity. I... <laughs> Gosh. But uh, but uh, I uh, on a on a lighter note, does yeah. uh, does this Oscar nomination technically mean that you yourself are Oscar nominated? I, I um, talk about it lightly that way. I am technically don't because everyone in that Beyonce album likes to say that they won an Oscar or won exactly. a Grammy, and I was like, you were yeah, for Honey five Dijon seconds. was there. I yeah. saw it. I was well, like, we say that with love. So while I am while I am technically not one of the five nominated producers. Mm-hmm. I will be going to the Oscars. <gasps> Ooh, exciting. Yeah, I'm Do you know where your seat is? About it. <laughs> no. Not yet, but I am a plus one for one of the producers, so oh, nice. it seems like I'll be in the mix. <gasps> I hope to God you're up front. I, when you guys I, win, I hope to see you on the title. If I still lived in LA, I would have been there to valet your car. Because <laughs> I worked at yeah, the hotel yeah, behind you. parked many a car in Los Angeles for yeah. many a celeb. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I've got I've got my outfit coming together. Oh, exciting. Um, so almost there. Any sneak, any sneak hints about what it might be. Um, right. well, who are some, you wearing? There is some transparency <gasps> in, the, uh, in, the, love, in the fabrics. Ooh, um, I love a sheer love. I've got a friend loaning me a, a Comme des Garçons blazer that's that's kind of like deconstructed a little bit sheer. Oh, very nice. So I'm, I'm excited for that. Is it insured? <laughs> is it insured? <laughs> 
<laughs> Will you be sampling any of this tonight? Oops. <laughs> oh, I gotta keep it safe until I leave. Oh God, I'm gonna be scared even packing that stuff up to take on the plane. Oh, I'm gonna be like, gentle, well, you gentle. can stay. Up you soon, can right? stay across yeah. the street at the uh, Roosevelt Hotel. It's haunted. It's oh yes, <laughs> Marilyn Monroe. Stay there. Yeah, 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 there's all sorts of ghosts yeah. and goblins and oh, ghouls boy. and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the the ghost of Desi Arnaz is in there or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but um. <laughs> That's coming up. Uh, when is when are the Oscars? March twelfth. March the twelfth. Oh, two Sunday. days after my Berber. Spring break, oh, dude. Oh my gosh. Wait, yeah. Pisces. Pisces. I'm wow. a little fish. Yeah. yeah. What are you? She's a, she's a Virgo, a making Virgo. lists and oh, checking them twice. Great. I have the same birthday, well, date as Beyonce, but I was here first. Yeah, uh, exactly. September uh, September fourth. Yeah. So. Queen in, in, in lieu of of, yeah. of gifts, please pledge me for my next ride. There you go. Yes, and you'll also. Are you going to be part of Breaking AIDS again this year? When is it this year? Do we know? September yet? 11, 12, 13, somewhere in there. Uh, I might have to because I was in Venice for the film festival. Oh, hey. So. <laughs> wow. That's a good excuse. I was going to say, that's a fact. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. I have to, yeah, well, <laughs> I have to go to a screening. <laughs> you can't ride a bike in Venice. Yeah. Hey, that's and true. It's Many true. do. Many and, do. Uh, you could, and, you could yeah. get a rowboat or a gondola. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it'll be at the end of the summer again. And I know I got to get back on my bike now that it's starting to get warm. Or you know, we're not gonna again. we're not going to shade if you don't because. <laughs> You do a lot of Speak work. Speak for yourself. As, well, I will. Okay, fine. No, She'll shade okay. everybody, but that's just Gans. Uh, it's okay. Um, it's good for my butt, too, so I got to <laughs> get back on the bike. <laughs> I wish I could say as much. Um, but uh, sadly, we do have to... I'm sad that we do have to... Yeah, this, this conversation I know, I know, could but, go on forever. I, wanna, I was going to say, we, I really could talk to you forever. I yeah. feel like we probably will off mic, so haha, you don't get to listen to it, kids. <laughs> um, but I want to remind you all to please, if you haven't already, check out uh, wherever you can stream it, All the Beauty and the Bloodshed, or go see it in the Theaters, kids, Woo! pay your money and tune in March 12th to the Oscars because they gonna win. As far as I'm concerned, <laughs> they um, already won. Yeah, exactly. In our hearts, and um, do if you can um, uh, get involved with uh, Pain. That's the Prescription Addiction Intervention Now organization started by Nan Golden. Um, you can also check out Harry on the socials. H a z z z z z i. That's six z's, that's kids. Six z's. It was really complicated for yeah. me to tag you because I was like, oh, there's so many people who have very similar. Smart me to make that my hand no, I like are. it. Yeah, stay a little elusive. I like that. Make them work for it because you're worth it. Uh, you can catch, I was going to say, you can catch her IRL tonight if you happen to be in Best hey, hey, come, come on, everybody. At come oops. to oops. Uh, Yeah, go there right after the Butch Queen's Express at Exley. Yeah, come have a drink um, at the Exley uh, and then head over to. Yeah, exactly. Get yourself a little aperitif everybody. and then go see some drag. It'll be fabulous. Uh, Harry, Surf and turf. Yes. <laughs> Surf and turf. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, Harry, thank you so much for joining us thank today. Thank you both so and, much. Um, Fun. Um, we'll be seeing you again, I'm sure. Uh-huh. Yes, kids, Harry Cullen, you're listening to Yes, She Did. One pill 
Like a monkey, see, monkey do. 
Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.
today yeah pull up to the bumper tonight yes be sure to pull up to gant bumper at one jackson street also known as the exley for the butch queens express where you can also find little me tomorrow night at moist towelette cleaning up rupaul's mess after drag race right after the three hour the new improved three hour RuPaul no that's drag gonna be on my birthday next friday womp, is it really womp. three hours it's gonna, no it's gonna be an hour and a half but it might as well be three they hours. should just have a channel they why really does it just should. have their own yeah, channel the the RuPaul uh, uh, network experience. Um, anyway, uh, we also, oh yes, and Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Check right, out Sundays, the, the chill vibes. The, Reason the, from four to nine have at the X. Mezcal Negroni yeah. is the drink of choice mm. at the X. Bubbly, 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 bubbly. And um, I will be at the Royal Palms Shuffleboard Club next Tuesday. Uh, so all you kids can get your, get your, get your dicks your dicks your discs god, oh my the heart god wants what the heart wants get your discs and your your things wow i already screwed that up We're gonna anyway wow uh pay Maybe. attention and i'll see you next tuesday anyway no um and also tonight if you happen to be in bed go on over to come on everybody because our fabulous guest harry cullen will be there with all the rest of the oops crew Woo-hoo. and uh you can uh catch like i said all the beauty and the bloodshed wherever you stream films and do tune in uh, i never would say this but just because he's gonna be there uh tune into the Oscars on March 12th and watch them win that Oscar. Right. But you can also actually go to the IFC Film Center and see it in a movie theater. Could you imagine that? So we can get money in pockets. Yes, exactly. No money down. No interest. No interest. Just pop. No fees. Mm, I don't think. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Uh, And uh, tune in next week because our guest is going to be a very, very lovely, lovely gentleman uh, who has been featured on Daptone Records and a couple of my records. Uh, It's Johnny Benavides. Uh, oh yes so tune in for that and uh, like we said earlier follow Harry on the interwebs at H-A-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-I that's six Z's and an I on, on the interwebs or you could probably Google him Harry Cullen uh, and it'll be a little bit easier to find him that way Harry thank you so much for joining us today thank you so much for having it was me really important work that you're doing fun. and um, and I hope to have you back again soon yeah yes we'll see you in the nightlife and you kids stay tuned you're listening to the Face Radio. Oh, yeah, Chuck the Funk's next. Oh yes, and the, uh, the the theme of his show. Sorry, Chuck. The theme of Chuck's show today is snow in Los Angeles. Those kids can't handle just a right. five minute hailstorm. So new category. All about it for three hours. It's a new category. Yes, yes. Snow Queen. See you next week, kids.